Hey everybody, I'm Danny Knight, and to my right is... Sean Cuthan. And this is The Real Deadly Podcast, brought to you by... Comedy Here Often. Hell yeah, episode 14, baby! Wow, 14. I remember when I was 14. I remember WrestleMania 14. Oh, oh. shiza! I stole it! <laughs> no, I was kidding. I got like um, our, our Bosnian kid from the block to... He had a black box, Ooh. so I got I would get him to tape the pay per views for me. Nice, <laughs> and that was like, kid, shout out. And I remember like that was like usually it was always like it was like either ordered them or went to a friend's house, but that, that was the first time I I had an illegal copy, Ooh. and I think that was a turning point of where society went. At that yeah, point. you were ahead of the game. <laughs> you were like ahead of the game. Wow. What else are you doing right now that nobody's doing? <laughs> the rest of the world will catch up to. Um, oh no! Well, we already talked about NFTs. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> we got no fucking time for NFTs. <laughs> Damn it! I heard someone say NFTs more like non-flushable turds. And ah! I was like, "Damn it! Why didn't I think of that?" It's because they're funny and you're not. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, man. So lots popping off this week, hey? Yeah, yeah. Lots going on. Yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. This cryptocurrency is going crazy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You read you read Ryan's status. Well, man? yeah, I got into it right after his first status. Oh, I dude. totally messaged him, and then I like set myself up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, all my friends, everybody's buying the cryptocurrency right now. Everybody's like, oh yeah, man, you got to get in on this. You gotta do the you gotta do the Bitcoin, you gotta do Ethereum, you gotta do the Dogecoin, <laughs> yeah. you gotta do my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy like the Ethereum was like getting to four thousand a coin. Holy man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's insane. I don't even like I was like, yeah, I'm just getting kind of into it. Surprisingly, I haven't even heard of Dogecoin until like. Are you serious? A week ago, yeah. When it was like they said it was eight years old, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I. For those of you listening, that Doge meme is older than eight years old, (laughs) and that's what that coin's based off of. Was that Doge? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember when. Or if you're in Canada, Doge. (laughs) I remember (laughs) when like the everyone was talking Doge. Yeah, everyone was (laughs) Dogeing it up. Awesome, so much wow, so much so cool. Yeah. Wow, so old now. <laughs> I saw like a picture of the Shiba Inu mm-hmm. now because it, it's like that picture was 15 years ago of that they used. That picture was meat. also like forever old, too, double old, holy. <laughs> and yet the dog is like looks pretty white now <laughs> compared to in the picture. Like, 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 like colonial. No, like <laughs> its fur is like way more like whiter. Like it's totally like aged, you know. Oh, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy man. So you bought some crypto, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> just kidding. Ten years from now, I'm be like, this I was the loser, Danny. It's it's just only it was only like, just like to play around with. Yeah, know? like a couple hundred. Well, yeah, I I did a hundred, and I'm waiting to see if it's gonna dip because I only I bought late. You and bought after the bubble. Well, no, I like or, I I bought like well as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh, I want to get on in on this. It was already up to sixty nine. Sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, but that's Canadian. 
Yeah, that's Canadian. Yeah, but our, 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 our freaking penny, talk about Dogecoin, our freaking penny went up too. 82 cents to the American dollar right now. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Ah. That'd be awesome. I want to invest in that Canadian dollar. That's what I want to <laughs> do. It's going nowhere, going nowhere, but up. <laughs> no, like, I just find, like, and and I found the similarities, you know, because everyone's talking about they want to ride the Dogecoin to the moon mm. and how we want to ride the comedy train to the moon. Yeah. So maybe this Dogecoin is, is the, the gas we oh, need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that interstellar highway built. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm down. Yeah, I'll buy I'll buy a thousand dollars worth. <laughs> no, no, I'm I I sadly do not have enough money to invest and throw around money. All my friends who don't have kids, all they're all yeah. all their money know, that they spend on their say. kids, they're spending on fucking cryptocurrency. And I'm like, should have invested in cryptocurrency and not a child. <laughs> Just kidding, man! Holy yeah, isn't you, isn't Lucian like eight? He is eight years old, man. <laughs> He's going to be eight in June. Crazy. He just grows up so fast. He's being a little dink this week, man. I'm too oh, cool yeah. of a dad. I'm too cool of a dad. Like, I'm always like, hey, man, these are the rules, bro. Let's abide by them, you know? <laughs> yeah. But lately, I've been having to be like, you're not abiding by the rules, Lucian. Like, what's going on? You can talk to me anytime. You want to say anything? Mm-hmm. No, okay. So, like, next time he's fucking around, I'm going to be like, yo, Lucian, Fuck around, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I'm gonna lose my cool soon, man. He's just freaking being a little jerk, man. Just like staying up late and like crying when I give him heck. And it's like, well, you can't cry when I give you heck because you're the one who's doing the bad stuff. You didn't do the bad stuff, you know. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then like, and then like, now he's like asking me how to spell everything when he was he's a perfectly good speller. Like mm-hmm. he spells way awesome, and then he's just being lazy, man. So I don't know how to like. Not make him lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freaking parenting. Yeah. But, uh, well, he's, I, do you do any sports with him? Me? Fuck, dude, man. I have a bum hip and a bum <laughs> knee. <laughs> no, and now I got a bum fucking, Did oh, yeah, that's play, just, that's you just, can play fit, fetch with him. <laughs> fetch? Fetch? <laughs> you play that with dogs. Okay, you don't play fetch with kids. You play catch. Catch you. Um, but yeah, maybe I should freaking sport him up. But I mean, like, that actually is a nice segue into what I wanted to talk about. And that's my body and how it's failing me. No. Oh, no. Yeah, it all <laughs> it really got me thinking. So, like, our last, what? Our last, week, our last, last weekend, we had a shoot for the feather, right? Mm-hmm. We shot this segment called Cousin's Kitchen. And in the segment, <laughs> I had some canned ham. I know you're asking thinking to yourself, why does Danny have canned ham? Well, first of all... Is there canned ham? Yes, it's real. It's true. I didn't go out and buy it. A couple, like a month ago, uh, my reserve was like, yo, you guys want some free food because of COVID? And I'm like, hell yeah. So they brought over a, bo- a, like a, like a COVID relief supply box and it was just full of food. Yeah. And um, it was, and then they gave us like, it was really funny too because there was like, that was like, there was like one box of food and there was another box, exact same size, just toilet paper. <laughs> Nice. It, it's not nice because it's like it's like the toilet paper that they use in the band office. Oh, so it's like one ply one. see-through stuff. It's terrible. But yeah. we're using it. We're using it. You know, living like chief and council. You know, um, <laughs> try not to let it rip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, anyways, uh, but in the food, they had, they had a lot. There's lots of really good stuff in there. They had pasta, fettuccine. They had like 
like steaks it was really cool and like yeah. chicken all this stuff but then also there was this canned ham and yeah so i was opening the canned ham for the shoot because we we're doing stuff with it and then there was like one of those old school ones where you had to like put the key in you had to twist it all the way around yeah, yeah. and at some point when i twisted it all the way around it like came loose and undid so i was like three quarters open right mm-hmm. and like I was like, so I was like, well, you know, you always say be careful around like that kind of stuff because you get cut, right? So anyways, I'm trying to open it. I'm using butter knives to try to open it. I can't get it out. So finally, I put my hand on it. Yeah. And I try to open it. My hand slips and it like cuts along that core, like serrated edge of that canned ham and just cuts right open, man. Oh, like yeah. was blushing good everywhere. Like you and you and Muskwa look so scared. <laughs> like, like I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know? And so I and then, and then when I was trying to stop the bleeding, uh, that's when I kind of got scared. I was like, "Why is it not stopping?" Oh, my dad's calling me. Sorry, dad, I'm feeling pockets. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, and it didn't stop bleeding for a whole day, twenty four hours. It bled, right? And oh, was, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, finally, I was like, "Okay, hey, maybe I should go in, right?" And when like from the time it took me like to get. From my house to the to my doctor's office is like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. It stopped bleeding, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I went in there, and the dude's like, he looks at my thumb. You can see the wound. Uh, you really can't see it over there. <laughs> and he like opens it and like pulls it side to side just to see if it's still bleeding, and it's not bleeding. And it's it's just like a little cut now. Oh yeah. And he's like, well, here's a band aid for you, boo boo. <laughs> oh, no. I know. It was terrible. It was terrible. But anyways, either way. It uh, it opens here and there when I use because it's my fucking thumb, right? You ever get a cut in your thumb? Try to do anything, mm-hmm. especially if it's your dominant hand, and everything sucks. And like freaking Krista's all my ass about doing the dishes, and <laughs> oh, no, like yeah. I already like I already I already cook dinner every night, and like <laughs> I thought the deal was whoever cooks isn't clean, right? <laughs> yeah. But here I am always doing the cooking and the cleaning, and not and she's all my case. Because the dishes aren't getting done, because I have a fucking gaping wound on my fucking thumb, <laughs> and she's just, uh, just, it's just, it's just, it's just really pissing me off, man. Yeah. Because I mean, like, like fuck, man. Like, I don't know what she does around the house. Like, because I cook, I clean, I freaking clean up after my son. I sweep, I mop. What's there left to do? <laughs> yeah. Laundry. Laundry? Okay. <laughs> Maybe she does laundry once a week, right? And then and then she switched the day on me this morning. She's like, yo, so today I'm doing the laundry. And I'm like, so everything ready. And I'm like, just waking up. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And then like, like an hour later, it takes me like two and a half hours to wake up in the morning, by the way. <laughs> an hour later, she's like, okay, I'm doing the laundry now. Use everything and put away. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I know, I know. And then she does all the laundry. And yeah, and then she just walks around with this freaking attitude lately. I don't understand what it is, man. It's pissing me off, dude. Uh-oh. Trouble in paradise, man. <laughs> Shit. I'm working my ass too hard. Yeah. And, yeah, and then uh, on top of the thumb, on top of the fucking thumb, yeah. like last week, my foot, my, my freaking like foot started hurting. Yeah. Like the heel of my foot. And, I'm like, and I was like, what the fuck? And everybody tells me it's plantar fasciitis, right? And so I'm just got to ride it out. And that's what I've been doing, right? So that's my left foot. It has plantar fasciitis. Every step I take sucks. And then my right thumb is fucking cut open and it's wounded and everything I do with it fucking sucks. And I also, like, if you don't know this, I have I was like sick when I was a fucking teenager and I'd take on this medication. The medication was really good but also very bad. And it ate away my bones. Now I need a hip replacement, right? And I've been putting it off because I don't want to do it. 
Anyway, it's a long story. I've been putting it off. <laughs> Basically, if I do it now, then I have to do it again when I'm 70. When you're at, when you're freaking 70, the mortality the mortality rate shoots up like a hundred percent, right? So yeah. I just want to get one, and then it'll last me till I'm dead, right? You know what I'm saying? But then on top of that, on top of my hip, I also have a bad fucking knee, right? So I have a bad right knee, a bad right hip, a bad right thumb, and a bad left fucking heel. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to fucking fucking take care of the damn house, do the damn dishes. And when you're tall, doing the dishes fucking sucks, dude. Because you're bent over, you're hurting your own lower fucking back. And it's like, and then, and then everybody's on me about fucking everything. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah, man. Y'all suck. <laughs> Shit. Everybody sucks. Yeah. I'm in pain constantly. And I never talk about it except for fucking right now. <laughs> just because of this thumb, just push me over the edge, man. Just- <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man, when I saw it, when I was like, I was totally worried because, like, it was just, like, going through my head, all these things, because, like, we were doing the shoot, and I was just like, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I was just like, fuck, I, I asked him to open it. <laughs> you like, did, too. I know, and I was like, no. And then I was just thinking, oh, fuck. His guitar playing skills. Yeah, and then I was man. like, I was like, no. And then it's like his streaming skills. No, no, no for me, I can't even game. <laughs> I can't even game, dude. Like I've been trying, man, but it just sucks, dude. Yeah. So that's when you were like, you, I looked scared. That's why I was like, oh fuck, I totally fucked up his life <laughs> for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I was just like, no guitar, no games. It's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing, the worst thing too, is it was like I was working on this freaking. We've been working on the NAC thing all month long, right? Yeah. And um, and like I was, I had, I had almost everything done, <laughs> and I had sent it off to my audio engineer so you can get it mixed. Mm-hmm. And then I, then I, then I put everything together just on my own just to see, and I realized I was like a minute and a, and a half short, right? So, and I was like, oh, fuck. So then I was like, well, how do I fill this last minute, last minute and a half, right? So I was like, well, I'll just read her memory because it's nowhere, like, no one else can see it. Like, it's nowhere anywhere. Uh-huh. So I'll read her memory and I'll put it to the top and it should work out, right? And I read the memory and it sounded good, but it sounded empty. And I was like, I need something under, underneath it, right? Uh-huh. So then I fucking writ, wrote, wrote a piece of her piano and then played it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like, Use your fucking thumb to play piano. So I'm like fucking going through all this all this extra pain doing this last piece of music, playing and recording. And when you record, it sucks because you, you one mistake you got to redo. So I spent two hours recording about a minute and a half in piano. And I kept fucking up because I kept like having to use my thumb and like it kept hurting and throwing me off. Yeah. And I even bled on the fucking keyboard. Dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Like, ugh, it was like. But it sounded really good. I thought that the like, intro, like that first two minutes, sounds fucking mad preem, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I think, anyways. I don't know. I haven't heard any feedback from them yet, so I don't know if they hate it. They probably hate it. They haven't said anything. <laughs> they haven't said nothing to me either. Okay, good. Yeah. I was, I was, I was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been waiting longer. A whole week longer, hey? I haven't said anything to you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Shit, man, yeah. Man, that was, uh, that was trippy though, like, like the whole like, it's weird with like little like, cause I was kind of worried to like look at your cut, um, when you were like putting it under the water, yeah, because I it remind it reminded me of this one time, with my brother, uh, it was like we were at uh, our parents' house and he was like, <laughs> <clears throat> he was like trying to like 
cut like a Texas Mickey, like the the top off to turn it into a bong or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then so he was like he was like trying to like like I don't know what he was doing, he but was, obviously like, he was just trying to like like top get the top glass off somehow. Okay. And I forget what like I but then he just like slipped and he he cut his finger. And then he was like, "Oh shit, Sean!" He's like, yeah. "It's like, I think it's pretty bad." <laughs> and, like, and then he's like, "He went." We we go quickly to the 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 uh, basement bathroom, mm. and he and I could see like all the blood, like it was bleeding. And then as soon as he put it underneath the water, and then you see the water like brush brush it away, and then you see the cut is like all clean. But then you see more blood start coming out of the cut. Ugh. When I saw that. That made me almost like kind of like woozy, like almost like like I was like yeah. whoa, and he's like he's like holy shit, and he's like he's like don't tell mom, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like I was just like oh shit, that's pretty bad, and I just like I remember I just started like walking and I went upstairs, and by the time I got up to the top of the stairs, I got like so faint that I had to like sit down and I had to be like, yo, mom. Uh, Chris cut himself, <laughs> and then it was just like she was just like, uh, "What?" And then like <laughs> she goes checks on him, and I was just like sitting on the top of the steps, just like, whew, like almost like I like like literally like felt like I was gonna faint, and then and then he was just like, "Damn it, I told you not to tell mom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you got like, cut. How did you cut yourself? I was trying to make a bong, mom. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, I couldn't help it, man. I almost fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Shit, man. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So it cuts, pain, all that stuff sucks. <laughs> and relationships, when you do all the work, it's, which seems like, I guess if you're in a relationship and everybody feels like they're doing all the work, everybody's doing their fair share, I guess, you know, but mm-hmm. get off my back, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there was a uh, yeah. But then we'll just segue onto this next thing. So, uh, y'all, y'all, I've been a part of this. Uh, I've been a part of this uh, right wingers group, uh, twenty twenty three, and it's it's just annoying as frick, man. Like I just what's I, I gonna joined, happen in twenty twenty three? It used to be twenty twenty one, but now it's twenty twenty three. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these with these with these guys. Maybe they think the next elections in twenty twenty three or something like that, right? <laughs> but uh, here's 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 one of their top memes. Uh, and it's that picture of that uh, that dude uh, from that Pawn Stars Pawn Stars show. Yeah, the best the best I can do is whatever. Mm-hmm. So, the top top picture is him, and the bottom picture is Trudeau. Top picture says, and they, this is their words. These are right winger words, not mine. It says, "I'm pretty sure you're retarded, <laughs> but hang on, let me call my buddy who's a retard expert." Oh, and then it's a picture of Justin Trudeau. Yeah, yeah, and the caption is, "I spit my water out from laughing." <laughs> like, 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 how is that even funny, man? Like, and how are you spitting your water out from that? Like, what is your sense of humor, man? Like, right wingers, twenty twenty three, y'all are not funny. Don't know how to be funny, man. <laughs> And yeah, so it's it's basically those memes about how stupid everybody is except for Trump, mm-hmm. and and then and then and then just veiled racism. <laughs> White guys saying, "Yeah, fucking countries, no fucking fucked." 
Um, but then I joined this other group called Only in Canada and uh, seen this rank crazy video. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's this video of this snake in a veterinarian's office. You see this? You seen this? You guys seen no. this? You guys been seeing this? You guys talking about this? No. <laughs> Sorry. What happened? Uh, anyway, so the snake, it's like sedated. And there's this big tube in its and it's down its throat, mm-hmm. and like they're holding its jaw open and they're pulling this tube out, and the tube's like a suction tube because it's 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 it ate something or something, right? Oh, and, no. and it pulls it, and then the tube comes out, and you see this like blue piece of fabric, and like so then they they use tongs, they finally pull out this freaking long like foot and a half long, like it's a big snake, <laughs> and a foot and a half long freaking piece of like somebody's like parasol or somebody whatever some piece of fabric. And they're all speaking in like Australian, <laughs> and someone at the top comments like, "This has nothing to do with Canada." <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the posts are: is people posting things, and other people jumping on them, like, "This has nothing to do with Canada." Like this other this other day, like I was actually surprised. It surprised me. Um, this dude had posted on there, and he's like a Muslim dude, and he's like, "Hey, just posting. If you guys." We're all friends here, and if you need any guidance from Allah, you can come to me. Let's spread the cheer and all that stuff. And all the comments were like, I was, I was expecting, like, really bad stuff, you know? But mm-hmm. all the comments were, hey, just so you know, the rules are no religious stuff. Just so you know. Like, like oh, I, that, that gave me a little bit of hope, you know? <laughs> that gave me just a smidgen of hope. I was like, you know what? These guys aren't saying evil things. They're just saying, you got to obey the rules, which to me feels very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy. <clears throat> Man, I've been on like a meme slump lately. A meme slump? Yeah, I haven't like made a good meme. In months, it feels like. <laughs> In months. <clears throat> Man, I was thinking though, like that feather skit, like turned out to be way more like, I don't know, like it just like. It seemed so simple on paper, <laughs> but then when we got to it, like, just the, like, the, the actual, like, the actual hangover soup that we created was just too gross. Oh, so nasty, dude. Like, I just keep thinking about it, and, like, I was, I was telling, I was, I was telling Matt about it earlier, and I fucking was almost starting to get <laughs> Because I'm like just thinking of like that white water with the chips floating around. <laughs> yeah, I think that skid card probably could have used some more writing, maybe. <laughs> just a little bit more. You know, like uh, there's something I noticed when it comes to creating like indigenous humor, and uh, it usually, if the first draft that everybody ever does, it's always deprecating, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and but if you redo it, you can make it not so deprecating. But that <laughs> that one is definitely very deprecating among two indigenous people. And I'm not going to be the proudest releasing that skit. <laughs> it was kind of funny too, because like Ryan just totally ghosted us that day. Yeah, just super ghosted <laughs> us, man. <laughs> it was his like skit. Yeah, yeah. Because like when it was like. Uh, like when it's a skit I wrote, I want to be there all over it. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, 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 that the hangover soup is totally haunting me. <laughs> so you guys will have to check our new season. <laughs> <for it. laughs> Releasing hopefully this month at the end of the month maybe. 
Hopefully. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about today, uh, and then we'll just let Sean take over, and I'll just react to him being a dumbass. It's been great. <laughs> um, is this this? Uh, so I'm a theater actor. For those of you who don't know, and uh, the uh, amongst all the the COVID and the BLM uh, protests and stuff, mm-hmm. like we had our there was our own little kerfuffle, I guess. So the Persephone Theater is our regional theater here in, in Saskatchewan. Um, it's the D, D house if you're a theater nerd. But either way, for a long time, it was run by this guy named Tibor. And then after he died or gave up or, not, or like relinquished command and then and then gave it to the next guy and then died or whatever. This other dude who came on, his name was Del Surgic. And then uh, either way, uh, I, I got hired on under Del Surgic for a, a number of things. And I've had and I had a really, really great time. At the Persephone Theater. It's actually one of the first places I went to work for where I didn't feel any weird racism, right? And if I did feel the weird racism, it was from it was from people like who are on the peripherals. It wasn't from anyone who was in command or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But like at some point, some artist uh, puts Persephone on blast, like rank on blast, and um, and like says they're like. They they reinforce white supremacy. They do all this stuff, um, and then and then at that same time, I've heard from the community that there was a lot of weirdness when it comes to giving males preferential treatment whenever they are problematic or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, recently, uh, one of the shows uh, was called "Only Ever Stars" or some weird over among the little stars. Anyways. Uh, it was just, it, the the guy who's in question has been like going around town, just being like super lewd to women, and he's married and stuff. And then his wife always takes his side, and blah 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 blah. And in fact, he owes me a beer actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll never take it from him. <laughs> uh, and I don't not not because I don't drink anymore, but because he's a scumbag, I guess. Um, he was in Supernatural. You can watch him. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyways. And then this other artist goes out, um, and they and they, they put Persephone on blast, and then Persephone uh, then fires Del Sergic, the artistic director, and then says they're working towards new change and new all this new stuff, right? And they're working hard, and they are they're putting together an artist work group, and the work group's going to sort everything out, and it's going to make everything right, right as rain, right? You know what I mean? Is what they want, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, the artist work group. So I I. All of the everybody on that work group has reached out to me to be like, "How has Persephone treated you, and what can they do better?" Uh, and and I don't know if like it just weirds me out because every time I've worked there, I've had a, an immensely great time, very mm-hmm. very welcoming, very inclusive, very awesome, very great. Everyone I know there is very great, and it's hard to pick out somebody who's very bad. And uh, but yet all these very great people are getting called out from these artists or whatever because they don't feel whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, so I don't know how to feel about it because I've never seen any of that stuff that they're talking about, right? But then again, I'm also freaking a six four native dude, right? So I'm not a small yeah. native person. I'm not a woman, right? So I don't mm-hmm. know. So I just kept telling them, "Don't ask me, dude." Like I had a great time. So that's really weird. Yeah, it's this weird thing. Uh, and I don't know if that's really about it. So I hope they're doing better. You know, I hope they're doing great. I guess my only gripe with Persephone was this that, I mean, like pretty much all their casts were just full of white people. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's just white upon white upon white upon white. And like they'd have one, they do that tokenization thing. They'd have one character who's whatever, right? And never a main character, never a big spot, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then also, like, the, the other gripe I had was is that they always bring in actors from out of town to put on their shows. There's lots of really talented people in here. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's just basically what I really wanted to talk about was Persephone Theaters making change. I don't know what they mm-hmm. could do because they treated me dope. And yeah. yeah. But then I'm also I'm also Danny Knight. Nobody fucks with me, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, we do definitely get like a different experience being like a tall native guy cuz I like and compared to like a uh, like native women some experience they get when no one else is around, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I like had a friend recently. Um, it was so random because I, 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 I was. It was the same night that I was a part of this uh, anti-racism community conversation. Like I was just like sitting in the audience, mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, my friend tells me that like uh, some guy came into her store and called her a, a dirty Indian. Whoa! Yeah, and Whoa. It was just like a, a a drunk drunk guy downtown mm-hmm. and then like but yeah like yeah like um like how you were talking about like the arts community it seems to definitely be like reaching out lately to try and create better spaces it seems yeah well you know it's like it's like it's like almost like they're standing with the man in the mirror they're trying to make him change his ways <laughs> I'm standing with the man in the mirror and I'm asking him to change his ways. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, you know, it's funny that you talk about that racism stuff. Uh, hilarious, hilarious, super burn. Totally racist, totally terrible. Don't ever say this, but I see this, this guy posted this, this, this thing. Um, somebody, he, you know, like when you when you game out, people send you messages sometimes to talk shit. And this guy's like, wow, must suck to lose that game like your ancestors lost their land. <laughs> <laughs> no. But that's the gamer community, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty tame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in the gamer community, it's a bunch of white dudes who were like running around saying the N-word and the F-word and F-A-G-G-O-T since they're 12 years old. <laughs> you know? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, bunch of bunch of losers. But yeah, like um, yeah, I sat I sat in on the uh, this anti-racism community conversation that's going on. There's like a three-part series all throughout May, mm. and uh, the next one is on Tuesday, May 18th at 7 p.m. And uh, you can like sign up through Eventbrite. Just search uh, Paved Arts Anti-Racism. And, uh, yeah, there's a big Zoom Zoom call. Um, on the first one, we had, like, 70 people. Whoa! Yeah, and, like, I, I, I'd i say I want to try... Uh, we need to get some more minorities in on the conversation. That's, like, the worst thing to do, though, is to hear, like, for me, is to hear white people talk about racism. <laughs> it's, like, the worst thing to do, like, for me. Like, because I've, you know, like... 
I spent my whole life dealing with it, right? And I've been I spent my whole life changing people's like <laughs> brain waves and patterns mm-hmm. of thoughts. And I've heard everything that white people say already in those things, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. <laughs> and it's nothing wrong with them realizing that they're fucking idiots. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, when you heard it for the hundredth time, it's like, oh, what can I do? What can I do? How do you not know what to do? Like don't fuck it. Anyways, you know, um, either way, um, I'm glad they're working on it. It's just weird that they have to work on it. You know what I mean? It's just weird that like, and I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. It just feels really weird and like super forced all the time. You know what I mean? Like it never mm-hmm. feels organic and, and anything like that. And then there's all these new terms that we all got to learn how to say. So we know what to say in the same language and they don't feel genuine, but they're the best terms because their academics came up with it. Mm-hmm. But then the academics are already connected, disconnected so far from reality too. Cause they're just up, they just sit in their freaking ivory towers with all their fucking books <laughs> yeah. and like, and they're up their own asses already. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just, have you heard of like, um, how some, some people are trying to change from saying white privilege to white dominance. And well, it's like, it's like, well, like, whatever makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, that's the thing. It's like, 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 the word white privilege, like, will make white, white people flinch already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And calling it a white dominance, it'll yeah, make them flinch the even fuck? harder. Well, yeah, I know, yeah. Like, but that just seems like, that just, like, just makes me like feel little, <laughs> you know. Like, well, no, yeah, there you go. Like Even add that, that. there. It's yeah. like they want that, like yeah. white dominance. Yeah, and like we already had a word for fuck. We already had words for this stuff, and it's called white supremacy, <laughs> and that works really good already. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit! You know, it's just I don't know, and it just seems like yeah, here they are spending thousands and th- upon thousands of tax dollars just to think of new words that are di- even more disconnected from what we already know and how we feel, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And frick, man, I don't know. Like it, these community conversations, always just I sit there and I've heard it all a million times. And why am I even here? <laughs> I know. And I feel like a lot of indigenous, a lot of minority people feel that way too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like they were like, "Well, why do we even have to be a part of this to listen to white people cry about how they're racist?" Like a lot, and, and even even like I find in my friend groups, some of my friends who are not racist um, don't still don't understand racism. Like mm-hmm. they they think that I'm racist. Because of the things I say, and that I that I say racist things all the time, and right. that yeah, and that like, and even in community, even like our even in our com- comedic circles, pe- they don't like they don't understand racism. Like a lot of them will say racist things. A lot of them won't be doing racist things, but they still don't understand racism. Mm-hmm. Like, and how I know that it's always like, well, if you're brown, you can say whatever you want. Nobody's gonna come after you. Like that's that's like I've heard that from every comedian. And it's almost always the first thing I hear them say, oh, I wish I could say that. Oh, it's a good thing you're Native because you get to say all that stuff. And it's always come up from every single one who's, like, every single person. Even the nice people have said that, you know what I mean? And, and, and like, it's like, dude, no, I'm saying this stuff, and I get to say it because I'm funny and I'm smart, and I say it in a way where people understand what the fuck's going on. <laughs> if, you, if you're up there thinking I'm saying racist things, you don't understand the joke. You're ignorant, which means... You're racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like, I remember, like, um, like there was that one joke where I was, I had, was talking about residential school <laughs> and relating it to adopting a dog from a small town. Mm. And, like, just, like, the vibe that I would get when I would do that joke is just, like, 
I don't know, it's just like people would, they just got too uncomfortable with it, it seemed, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, like, for people like us, me and you have been like exposed to racism and know it and a little bit jaded, a little bit cynic about it. Mm-hmm. That joke's fucking hilarious. But to people who, <laughs> but to people who are like, like a lot of a lot of people are just starting to realize how racist they are, racist they've been, like in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and so a lot of it's really new to them. So to like, to to, to liking, because <laughs> it totally is the same experience. To liking what the Canadian government did to Indigenous people, to what everybody does now to dogs. You know, like it's so real to them and it's so new. It's just, it's just too, it's too heavy for them. They can't handle it. They don't want to process it. But you know what? I just totally fucking residential school my fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, they, then they realize that that's what the Canadian government did to the fucking people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people still don't want to admit that race, that, that residential schools were a terrible thing. So then they, their, their brain's just on fire. They can't understand. They won't understand. And that's why. But I know, like, yeah. But yeah, that joke's fucking super gold. You do gotta, you do gotta work on it to make. Like all that, all that stuff I just said. Put throw that into the context of that joke and make it just a little bit more smarter, a little bit more like sharing of information, and a little bit more. Yeah, um, I gotta flesh it out more. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a fucking, I should, it's a I should joke. make that one like a more uh, prominent bit. Yeah, it's like, like I've only done it at like open mics. I'd never like put it into my act. You mm-hmm. know? And I think it it could. It could be. It could have a. It has a spot, you know. Yeah. Well, I think there's lots of parts in that joke where you can like after you say a line, you can you can play off the reaction of the audience, right? You know what I mean? Like you can use that moment to 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 bring them further into the joke to understand all the logic that goes inside of it, mm-hmm. and by just by making it like an active learning session. Just session. Yeah. 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 It's a joke. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Well, where you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, the latest update on the Pacific Heights is that it's called Prairie Heights. Because <laughs> no. Sean's stupid. Yeah, I had to say. I was gonna say that first. I know, man. but I wanted to say it because you, you don't get to save yourself. Because <laughs> I wanted to stab you a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is Prairie Heights. Son of a. Oh. Yeah, I was, yeah. I remember. I remember on that when you first brought it up. I was like. Pacific Heights? <laughs> Are you sure? I thought I even like drove by and like saw it was, but then yeah. But hey, uh, maybe we maybe it was Pacific Heights and we Mandela effect into a new parallel universe in the last couple of days. Maybe. Hope. Well, no, I googled Pacific Heights and mm, nothing. It was just the area. Mm. No building. Mm. <laughs> There's like condo. There is condos though. But we're straying away from the point. <laughs> <laughs> Prairie Heights. Well, it's a sad ending to a long struggle of a story. Because now the fire department said that the whole place is no longer livable. Mm. And so they have to relocate all the people in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sucks. They only had like five hours to like figure their stuff out. Holy. Yeah. Like, Yikes. So that sucks, but um, but I mean they could see it coming though, mm-hmm. like they had like like at least a week to see it coming though. Yeah, but there's like I think there's still like some of those like long term residents that didn't want to give up. There were like some seniors that like that pretty much owned their 
place and didn't want to give it up or like had been like staying in the same one. Yeah, but I mean like old white folks. <laughs> Stubborn old white folks. <laughs> living in this cesspool. I mean, yeah, they're just oblivious to what's going on. They're not oblivious. Them. I wonder if like they're just so ignorant. They don't give a fuck. No. Yeah, like if someone ever like broke into their place while they and they're just like, "Ah, get out." <laughs> no. no, I don't want to move Why? because I bought this. My money. <laughs> Man, yeah, dumb. Dumb. You mean, yeah, you you don't I, you don't want to live there. Nobody wants to live there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now it's getting torn down, and I don't feel bad for these people who who stayed there. Don't. And but hey, you know what? But I, I guess I do feel bad because there's not enough supports out there for them after the, that are basically out on the street. Because we live in fucking Sask Party in Saskatchewan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, there's no help. There's no there's no community. It's not, a, it's not no socialism. Well, I think, like, something that has come to light here is, like, um, people owning a bunch of condos, not even, like, living in Saskatoon and, and being, like, the landlords to them. Oh, yeah. And then, like, they don't even, like, realize what's going on. In the oh, yeah. And they don't care. No, yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on real estate fucking owners, man. <laughs> I fucking hate... If you own fucking property in a fucking town you don't even fucking live in, like, that's fucked up. We, for the feather, we covered this little bit of story about uh, Michael Linklater being an officer of band counselor, right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we went through the pros and cons and I'm still like, I don't know. You know, I'm like up yeah. in the air about that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but like, but like this is like another like perspective on the matter, right? Like you own this piece of something, you don't live there, you own it, you sit there, you make money off of it and you don't care where the money is coming from because they're paying you your, what they owe you because you own this fucking stupid piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't think they've truly vet their fucking people who come live there. You know what I mean? Like anyone who's anyone like, they hired, they probably hired a, a, a like a, another company to do all the managing, right? You know, what I mean, this other company, barely regulated, you know, run by a bunch of slum lords, and like it just allowed this fucking terrible place to get even worse the whole time, right? And like, mm-hmm. and a lot of real estate owners are like that, and it's across all of Canada, right? You have all these absentee fucking landlords, you know, <laughs> and they and 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 they keep raising the prices. Every fucking year, the minimum wage doesn't go up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who are they making these places for? Not us. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's fucking bullshit. And, and did, like, did you know that, 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 like, over half of the real estate in, in, in Saskatoon is owned by the Remi family? You know what I mean? Like, that's, and, and, like, people are getting thrown out of their homes because they can't pay rent because of COVID. You know what I mean? People yeah. are getting fucked up because of fucking this huge recession that we're in. And yet, the prices stay the same. Yet, the mortgages stay the same. And anyone who's making money are the real estate owners and the freaking, and the freaking banks, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, all these businesses are going under. And everybody's like, oh, the business. you got to support the businesses. Support. But it's almost like... The, we're not the ones shutting them down, you know what I mean? We're taking care of each other by not going out there fucking partying all hours of the night, you know what I mean? It's these fucking banks and it's these fucking real estate owners who are fucking ma- who are bleeding these businesses fucking dry and they keep making money and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Oh, that, that was a good rant. <laughs> 
I can't even like add to that. Oh. It was just too good. <laughs> Man. That's why you got this podcast. <laughs> you need to vent. Uh, and I'm here to guide you. <laughs> Who knew that this this Prairie Heights would lead to such a good rant? <laughs> This prairie heights and it would be a good medicine in the end. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm frustrated today. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So there's like... Cute. There's like this... Uh, remember how I told you all about like the exploding barbed wire match in AEW? Oh, yeah. That went to put... Fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, man. They're totally like... They're totally screwing up lately, it seems. Like, oh, no. like um, they had, like, this big match planned that was on this past Wednesday. It was, like, a, a double cage match where, like, two, two teams were supposed to fight it out. And so this is what happened. And, like, like if I was a fan, I would have felt totally ripped off, too, because it was advertised that it was going to be live on, uh, like, last night, technically, this went past Wednesday, May 5th. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so specific. <laughs> I know you're losing me. Yeah. The more specific you get. Yeah. Like, it's like, who just cares? Just get to the damn But anyways, part yeah, the so, so they had like the first half of the show was live, but then the second half of the show, which was the cage match, was pre-taped. And the audience had to watch it on screens. What? Yeah. Like, oh, that would have, like, they told, and, like, the, the, the owner of the company, like, went out, apparently, I don't know if he tweeted it or if he went in front of the audience himself and told them that uh, this is the, what's the deal. Sorry we didn't advertise it how this is if wow you, if you feel ripped off you can get a refund oh, okay. and then like but a lot of people did get refunds of because like, like yeah like you want to see this deadly cage match and then you're just watching them like uh, a match on t like on big screens that they they recorded a week ago yeah. like that would that would just totally kill it and they're like totally like Killing, killing the mystique of wrestling yeah. you know <laughs> like <laughs> well yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah well, first of all, like, I would prefer another big dud, a big failed explosion, <laughs> yeah. than of like a horrible like, like mm -hmm. every like the thing about wrestling is that is it when you watch wrestling, it's like watching a movie, man. There's a bit of suspended disbelief, right? You turn yeah. you turn off a little bit of the critical part of your brain, and you just kind of enjoy the goop that's happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, like, and, like, and it's all live, which is, like, the beautiful part. You know, that's what I really like about wrestling, is they do all these acrobatics, they do all their, they do all their storylines, it's all live, it's just like theater, mm -hmm. um, and it's over the top like theater is, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, if you go to like a theater show and then you're watching a fucking screen <laughs> yeah. for the second act, like you're yeah. like, like it, it just elevates, it, it, it destroys the audience's, um, like participation in the suspense of disbelief, right? It just mm -hmm. destroys that because yeah. it, it's just even more fake. <laughs> mm -hmm. And like, yeah, they, and I was surprised too, cause like 
they even left in like botches in like that match and i was like they pre-taped it but they didn't edit out like these botches you oh know? my god like there's like this 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 one guy he like he went to do a double springboard but he totally like clipped on the rope and went like flying they probably left it in because it looked pretty harsh but like yeah, it was like... Oh, yeah, you get a clean take. <laughs> get a clean take. Because, <laughs> like, they've, they've done, like, I've, I've heard stories before, like, you know, like, when they tape SmackDown, but it's not live, um, there'd be, like, time where they, like, messed up the table bump, and then they, like, literally, like, in, even though there's the live crowd there, they reset up and did it again mm. for the TV. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, get a clean take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, just to not... Do the entire match in front of the crowd, like <laughs> gross. I'd be so pissed if I bought tickets. I risk my, my I risk COVID for this. <laughs> yeah, I can stay at home and watch this. Night. I think like probably like the audience even had to get like tested as they went through the door, probably or like Ugh. or they at least had to get temperature. They probably tested. had like the yeah the rapid testing or yeah. the temperature. <laughs> man, man, damn, they are fucking up, man. Yeah, man. Okay, that reminded me of you. Remember X Pac? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what about him? Oh, he almost died in the ring. You hear about that? Oh, when he ripped his... Yeah! yeah. Oh, that's such oh. a... Oh, yeah. Ah, X-Pac fucking ripped his anus, man. Yeah. Like Doing oh. his signature move. Like, yeah. Yeah, he like... Yeah, doing his signature move. But like, the, but like the person moved out of the way, which is scripted. Yeah. But then he like his anus must have just landed right on the turnbuckle or something and just tore it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was when he was like wrestling in the indies, so it was like in front of like like less than a hundred people. Oh, probably. <laughs> I can't believe somebody. Oh, I don't know. That's so crazy, man. Like, I could get before I heard about this. I could give a fuck about X Pac. Yeah. <laughs> I could not care. He was the Triple H's one of Triple H's goons, right? He was yeah. the goon. Didn't matter. But then after watching that video and then, then just watching the clip where it happened, man, oh. I was like, "Ah, X Pac, you're an amazing, <laughs> you're an amazing person. I can't believe you did this and you still kept wrestling and everything." But how do you turn? T- I, I mean, I mean, like that for me. Would, would be like career ending, you know what I mean? Not because like, it, sure, I'd heal, right? But I mean, just like the PTSD every time, mm-hmm. and that's your signature move. Yeah. So like, he had to go in and wrestle and do this move that almost killed him by tearing his anus <laughs> every wrestling match. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And like, and then like, and then like, and he knows that like every once in a while, someone's gonna be like, I'm gonna want to dodge this one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's the exact same experience that he had to live oh, no. through for the rest of his wrestling clear career. Yeah. My heart goes out to X Pac, man. Like, oh man. Yeah. Well, he's totally out of ring action now. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still though, man. Like, holy. That, uh, yeah, that happened late in his career too. But yeah, <laughs> how did you hear about that, man, dude? Like a, a know, podcast? Uh, no, I was a. Uh, um, okay, so there's this dude on Twitch. Who just streams Monday night, like all the old school 90s, like the golden age of wrestling. Oh, yeah. He just, like, every weekend he, he does that, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then someone was talking about Triple H. And they were like, remember X-Pac? And I was like, X-Pac? Uh, I 
kind of remember. So I just typed in X Pac into YouTube, <laughs> yeah. and first video <laughs> is how X Pac almost died from tearing his anus. Dude. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, watch the video. It's crazy. <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> Did you remember that? Like how we we watched that one video of that guy break his legs. Oh. There's like this one video going around right now. Like, I don't know what it was, but this guy was like, he was like on the roof of a house and he's like trying to open like this window (laughs) and his buddy's like filming him. And then the guy just like kind of like loses his balance and jumps off the roof. But then when he lands, like he lands, but then his leg like totally bends backwards. Remember that one movie? What was that movie? Contact. You know those aliens? And oh, yeah. And legs come out all backwards and stuff? Yeah. He straight up contacted. <laughs> was it Contact? No, it wasn't Charlie Sheen. Anyways. Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy straight up had an arrival when he landed. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Man, I had like this crazy... Um, like nightmare this one time um i used to have like these really like bad vivid dreams when i would like come down off like a alcohol bender oh and it would be like it would be like a few days after you quit drinking and like you'd be like finally able to get a good rest but you would have like these like crazy dreams and they'd be like super vivid and real and like scary like you'd wake up like freaked out and uh, I remember there was this one. It was so weird. Like, it was like I was on a film set mm-hmm. for something. And we had, like, this... We had, like, an actual alien that was the actor. Whoa! And uh, all of a sudden, like, when he got in... It was, like, all of a sudden, the the atmosphere or whatever just, like, messed him up. And he, like... He was normal, and then all of a sudden he bent backwards, like, and was just on the ground, and like he bent like in half, and all uh. these people were like, ah, trying to put him back together. Uh. And I was like watching it, it was so vivid, like the aliens, like this aliens' guts, and like people were like trying uh. to put him together. And I was like, wake up, please wake <laughs> up! And I just like remember feeling like so creeped, like I was uh. like, oh my god, what is this? And I just like. When I woke up, like, I was just like, oh, like, it was just, like, super weird. And, like, the whole scenario, too, like, was really, like, vivid. Like, I was, like, on a film set, and it was, like, super detailed. Mm. And, like, we are doing a movie with this alien, Mm. and then, like, everything went bad. (laughs) I hated the dream so much, (laughs) man. Like, uh, it reminds me of this one vivid dream I had. It was, like, a long time ago. I was living in this this house called Beerling Crescent. And in my room, I had like it was like had like wooden walls, and I had this closet, and I had this door that was like an accordion door, mm-hmm. and like we had this little dog, super cute dog, terribly trained. I, st- I stepped in its shit all the time, <laughs> uh, and uh, it made. And anyways, he would always try like crawling underneath the accordion door, right? And then it'd be really fucking annoying, right? But either way, so in the dream, I'm I'm dreaming, I'm sleeping, and I wake up and I look at my alarm clock, and it's like. 3.30 in the morning or something like that. And in the dream, I wake up. And then I, in my closet, I can feel somebody in my closet. Like somebody staring at me. I felt like a little boy. Mm-hmm. And I, I was too scared to look. You know what I mean? In the oh, dream, yeah. I couldn't look. I couldn't look. <laughs> and, I, and I just, 
needed to get out, right? And I couldn't get out. I couldn't get out. I finally got out of my bed and I woke up in my bed in my room and it's 3.30 and I'm looking at the alarm clock and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm scared because that dream felt that dream felt that dream felt so scary and I, I just have that residual fear of my closet right you know what i mean yeah and i turn to look at my closet and there's a little fucking boy in my closet and i fucking scream i get out of bed i get to my door and i can't open my fucking accordion door mm-hmm. i can't open it and i fucking like i crawl under it like beeper and i yeah. finally get out of it and i open my eyes mm-hmm. and i'm in my bedroom and I look at the fucking alarm clock, and it's three thirty in the uh, morning. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I, and I, and that that boy's there in my fucking closet. I need to get out of the fucking room. So oh, I fucking man. this time I get out of my bed. I run. I open the accordion door. I run into. I run into the 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 the, the living room, the downstairs living room, and and then my dad's at the top. He's like, Danny, we got to get going. We're gonna be late for the football game. I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna be late for the football game. So I go upstairs. He's like, you got to do the dishes, the dishes first, right? I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I freaking I open the dishwasher. I put my dishes in the dishwasher, and I realize like, why am I doing this? And then I wake up, <laughs> and I look up in my room, and I look at my fucking alarm clock, and it's three fucking thirty, dude. And I hear giggling at my fucking feet, dude. Uh... I hear fucking giggling at my fucking feet, and then and then all of a sudden Mike Rellin, who was like the spiritual guy we knew or we know, he's a really cool, dude. Mm-hmm. He's like, Danny, you gotta fucking wake up, and I'm like, I'm trying, dude, I'm trying, and I wake up in my fucking bedroom, and it's three thirty, and I'm so fucking terrified to look at my fucking closet, man. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I hear all this fucking scratching at my fucking door, and then in walks Beeper. <laughs> And I'm actually fucking awake. And it was so fucking terrifying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like everything felt so fucking real, man. And I hate, I hate those dreams where you just keep waking up in the fucking dream, man. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Hate that shit, man. Holy cow. Ugh. Yeah, and that's why one thing I really love about weed is like I don't dream if I smoke weed before I go to bed. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Sometimes, yeah, I miss that. But then like, yeah. And then whenever I take my tolerance breaks, I have like crazy vivid dreams and I just can't wait to smoke weed again because I don't want to I want to close my eyes and everything go dark and I feel better when I wake up in the morning you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go through this weird fucking dream man yeah freaking freak dude wait next week we should talk about our top trippy dreams yeah man I got some cool ones of like childhood like reoccurring ones Whoa, I used to have like dude. a couple reoccurring ones yeah 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 Okay, well, we'll save that for next week. Do you have anything else you want to say before I say goodbye today? You have a couple more things you want to talk about? Um, I think. Well, yeah. We talked about the feather skits. Mm-hmm. Well, just how gross it was. Like, just like, there was like, I was just like, yeah, it's just so lucky I didn't gag during that. Oh! <laughs> I, guess, like, I was just like, I was like, there was like times when like, I was like, I would literally just have to be like, just like, to like, could clear my head and be like, oh, because when I was like looking at that like chippy like soup, it was just like, oh. You didn't have to put it in your mouth, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was just. I'm like sitting here, like, hey, it's so gross. But you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> you know nothing. Uh, <laughs> Freak, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, man. But this past. Monday, like I'm, I'm kind of wanna like, I got like that itch for comedy, cause like I ended up, 
I, I, <laughs> I ended up like going to work on Monday and then from work after I did other stuff, but I like, I did three zooms in one night. And it was like, they all like, it, they all like progressed. Like the first one, like was after work and I, I got ripped. And then like, when I did my set, I kind of like, was to trying some new stuff that went awkwardly. <laughs> so then, but then like throughout by the end of the night, like it, I kind of like worked it out better. So mm-hmm. it was pretty fun. Like just like doing the, the zoom mics, but like those, some of them are like, they're slowly like canceling and stuff. So hopefully they stick around as the world opens up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the world's opening up again. We don't, we're not ready for it, but we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I read this really depressing article called "Yeah, the pandemic's turning into an endemic." So yeah, like it's gonna be the end times. <laughs> <laughs> so the flu is an endemic. Like it was just the flu. No, like the flu is an endemic, which means it's just gonna be here forever. Oh no! Yeah, it's just gonna be. It's gonna be here like the flu. It's like the flu is an endemic. We we're not gonna get rid of the flu. Um, yeah, and uh, the, so yeah, the, the coronavirus is going to be an endemic most likely because not enough people are getting vaccinated, not enough people want the vaccination, not enough people want to stay inside, you know, like, oh, you know, before we go, let's talk about that fucking police officer. The one I posted? Yeah! Oh, I was like almost avoiding it. You were yeah. avoiding it? What? Well, a little bit, just because like, because like, yeah, I put like his name's out there or whatever, but whatever. Can I say whatever again? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we talked about that story a couple times where I got pulled over for honking at a cop. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure because I, I watched a video of this guy and he had like this. I'm pretty sure he had like the same tattoos. I'm, and I'm pretty sure this is the guy who pulled me over. He recently, he just, he quit. Quit the force. Because he was getting disciplined for attending a freedom rally. <laughs> a children's freedom rally. Yeah, like he's a father. He took his kids there. And he like in his he had like a video, I'm not gonna let them tell me who my kids can play with at the park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking stupid. He's so I uh, you know, that's just you know, the thing about that is it just it, 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 it te- it's so telling of who's on our police force. Yeah, no doubt. Like, just like, holy shit. Like, I could if, tell, if, like, if, that if guy... a dude who attends a freedom rally can be a fucking police officer, what is their vetting system? Who is on our police force? Who is out there looking out for us? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you already hear horror stories about police officers all the time confiscating things, keeping them not doing it, alcoholic police officers just being terrible people, right? And then yeah. and then using their power, especially on minorities, especially on indigenous women, right? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's our police force, man. When people say that it are, are that they don't need reform, that they stand with police officers, are so fucking ignorant to the whole situation that's going on, you know what I mean? Like, And as soon as freaking old stock Canadians have to deal with any sort of oppression right they're ready to fucking blow the whole lid off of everything and not and 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 fucking put it all the shit man like how fucking weak are they that they can't even fucking handle a little rattling of the cage that we're all going through not just them right you know what i mean it's just they're so weak and they are so pathetic 
And it just it just fucking irks me. And it's all and it all stems from the fucking right wing, man. It all stems from the fucking conservatives fanning the fucking flames where we have people who take money from anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Man. I need to get more heated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like super calm about this like, <laughs> like yeah, but like <clears throat> just like totally felt like it, it was like i don't know he didn't know how to deal with me as when when he was talking to me mm-hmm. like he just like he felt threatened by me when he was the when i was the one like kind of nervous about him you know yeah he's the guy with the gun a taser <laughs> bear mace body armor yeah and he's worried to give me a pen like because like he thought I was gonna stab him with it because of my demeanor of how like because you're a native guy <laughs> yeah. because you're a fucking native guy mm-hmm. he was just saying you know why he was saying that people maybe maybe our listeners know they were, he was just trying to agitate you mm-hmm. into a confrontation so he could kick your ass yeah so he could throw me down to the ground and have that dominance mm-hmm. you know? that white dominance <laughs> that white dominance <laughs> should that be the name of this episode <laughs> I know like half of my friends won't even click it if we name it that Yeah, they'll be like mm, what's Danny saying this time it's not me it's the fucking academics <laughs> the academics <laughs> okay yeah. We good? Yeah, we okay. good. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm Daddy Knight, and this is... Sean Cuthead. This has been the Real Deadly Podcast, brought to you by Comedy Here Often. Tune in next week. <laughs> Where we talk about dreams, motherfucker! Yeah, we're going to do dreams. In depth. In spooky dreams, too. Oh, yeah. And horny dreams. I mean, if well, you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> see you later! See you. <laughs> Damn you for being so easy. Go away.